Welcome back in. It is Thursday here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant here live from the Lee Company studio. The weather today not nearly as good as it was yesterday. Yeah, tough day, tough day. It's all right. Yesterday was great, though. It was. We'll take that as much as as much as it will give it to us. We'll take it. Yeah. Especially in February. Um. Well, it's time to hand out some hardware as we do each and every Thursday. Give out to the End to Win Life Team of the Week, presented by our friends at Custom Stone Handlers. Ned Rich and the folks at End to Win Life and Custom Stone Handlers. This week's Team of the Week. Really, if you if you go out and win a district tournament and you complete the season sweep of independence, you, you got a good chance of winning this one. Uh, yeah, you know, Columbia Central going into hostile territory last Friday night, picking up a 71-64 win at independence to clinch the district 12-4A regular season championship and the number one seed in this weekend's tournament. So, um Columbia Central finishing up the regular season with a 22-3 and record. That win at Independence was preceded by a 91-76 comeback victory up at Nolansville on the prior Tuesday night. So a couple of big wins for the Lions. Averaged 81 points. That's, not a, ba- that's not a bad showing for um, Nick Campbell's group of underdogs over at Columbia Central. Picked fourth in the district. One and all. I don't know who was picking. Well, you know, funny story. <laughs> they have played much better on the road than they have at home almost all season long. They, last year, the district tournament at Columbia Central, and they get ousted. You know, it's it's interesting because they lost to Ravenwood. I saw them lose to Ravenwood at home, but they go over there and you know beat them pretty good. One-point game. Against Independence here in Columbia, they go up there and win by 10 or 7-ish. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's interesting. They're, they're 22 and 3. They've not lost a whole lot of games anywhere. And yet, <laughs> you know, the, I, it just appears that they have played better on the road. So maybe this tournament being at Summit, not a bad thing for or, the Lions. Or, or not at, not at Columbia. <laughs> anywhere but to Columbia, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Yeah, because this tournament will be at Summit, and they are assured of a berth in the region, which is also at Summit. So, that's yeah, positive. That's, there you go. That's a good thing. You know, pack up the home uniforms. Yeah. Put them away. Yeah. The but, player of the week also comes from Columbia Central. She does. Um, Janaira Hmm? A tree play Dublay. Something like that, yeah. Um, 23-10-10 and 10 in their win over Independence last Friday night. Um, Janiah Riley, our Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Player of the Week this week, averaged 21.5 points in two games. So, she's doing some good things, and that team is doing some good things, really getting a little bit more diverse offensively as they advance and approach the postseason. So um, could be some good things in store for them as well. Looking forward to this weekend for sure. All right, let's get into it. We've got Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. That was a nice little hiccup there. 
Renee Hart and the folks over at From the Heart, making sure that you are well-fed and happy and well-read, well-fed and well-read. You can pick up a book and read while you wait, if, you, if you'd if you like, over at From the Heart in Chapel Hill. So go check out Renee and the gang. They do a great job. Best sandwiches and desserts anywhere in the southern mid-state. Joining us on Coach's Corner is Blackman Wrestling Coach Ronnie Bray. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for taking some time with us today. Appreciate you guys having me. Oh, not a problem, Coach. Hey, just um, I, I guess the big thing to me this weekend, you've got sectionals across the state, and it's a um, it's a new concept, and just trying to get different folks' take on this. You like it? You don't like it? What are, what are your thoughts? I mean, clearly there's not a whole lot you can do about it, but what are your, um, what are your thoughts as you head into this weekend? Well, we're, we're definitely not a fan. You know, we used to be Region 5, and we were already, you know, paired up with Region 6, and now they've moved us to Region 4. You know, they renamed our – they took football out and – and drop a few teams down, and now we're Region 4, and that pairs us up with Region 3, which is Cleveland-Bradley region, who are, you know, number one and number two in the state. So it definitely made it a lot more challenging for us to get some guys to the state tournament, for sure. You know, that's kind of what I was looking at, Ronnie, as, as I look at the setup. And, and it's odd. That region has a total of seven schools? Because Bradley, yeah. Bradley Central, I'm sorry, Bradley Central, Cleveland, Ulawa, and Howard are in District Six. McMinn, Ray County, and Walker Valley are in District Five. So you've got a seven-team region over there. Um, so in addition to two of the top programs in the state, there's not a whole lot else in that region. So I imagine Bradley Central and Cleveland will be se- sending full teams. To the sectionals this weekend. Well, they both are qualified thirteen out of fourteen for the sectionals. Thirteen out of fourteen slackers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, where where is where is y'all sectional? It will be at Oakland. Okay. Well, at least they have to travel. Yeah. And then <laughs> next year we have to travel to the Chattanooga area. Oh, okay. So you're going to rotate it. Okay. All right. Uh, Bradley and Cleveland aside, what are, what are your thoughts about your team as you guys head into this? Because I'm, how many did y'all get through? Uh, we got ten. We have ten uh, so far, and uh, Oakland has twelve. And we were the top two teams in our region, and you know have, have fared well. So it's pretty much it's going to be the state tournament before the state tournament. You know that's the way we've been been viewing it and preparing for it, and. If you do all of our sectional, there's no reason that you can't get a state medal. Right. No doubt. Um, you know, I've had, um, I had Mark Reeves on my, um, podcast first, first takedown a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, he kind of talked about the, um, the concept behind the sectionals, I guess it was kind of a, um, a compromise maybe because, um, after taking 16 kids to state last year, taking the top two out of the region, um, which was a little bit of a shock to everybody's system. This year, the decision was you're taking the top four out of the region, as has been the case historically. 
but you've got the sectional in between, and then you take the top four from the sectionals to a 16-man bracket. Uh, I didn't realize the 16, the 32-man bracket was such an issue for so many people. Was it? Is it? Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of a 32-man bracket. You know, and I think we have the space and, and things like that to continue it, so I don't, I don't know why we went to a sectional. You know, I think the more kids that get to the opportunity to go to the state tournament, your best kids are going to be there anyway. So what's it hurting to have a 32-man bracket? We fought so hard for so long to get a 32-man bracket double elimination tournament. We finally get it. Now, and I understand last year was a COVID year, so you had to make some changes. But this year, as people are trying to move past all that, I, I don't understand why, why we're going to this. Because, you know, I think it's uh, – you know, if you're the Stewart's Creeks and the Seagulls and things like that, they're still trying to, you know, you got to get through Blackman and Oakland, and now you got to add Bradley and Cleveland. It, it's it's very hard for you to get a state qualifier, and you know some of that, you know, you're, you're putting some of the, the teams out that you know that might be their only chance to get some state qualifiers in. Certainly. It's certainly an interesting thought process. Ronnie Bray here on Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart Cafe. You know, it, we've talked so many so many times on this show and, and about a lot of things in the TWSAA about putting the genie back in the bottle, and it seems like this is the first time we've ever seen them actually do that. Um, you know, but I guess my, my, my question is, Coach, being back at Williamson County versus having to go to Chattanooga and that sort of thing, it, what's uh, what does that does that make a difference to your team not having to travel over there and, and being a little bit closer to home? Uh, the size and the the I guess the familiarity for probably some of your kids with that facility does that make much of a difference? It it does, you know. The less you have to travel, you know, so it's always better, but. You know, being in Middle Tennessee, it's it's not a, dry, a hard drive for anybody. You know, a lot of people want to have it in Chattanooga, but you know, if you're from Memphis, there's no easy way to get to Chattanooga. It's going to take you a long time. And uh, you know, and I I hear that they're going to try to move it back to Chattanooga, and I wish they wouldn't. You know, because it just is it's better to have it in the middle where everybody has a, a decent drive to it. Of course, I'm being partial being in Middle Tennessee, but I mean it's going to benefit somebody. But if you can benefit more than a few, it's it's better. I think that's and, the thing. Putting it where it is the most beneficial for the most people right, is kind of yeah. what you're looking for, or, or you, it would seem <laughs> that that would be the case. So um, you're r- trying to apply logic to an illogical Ill- situation, and, and we know and we know how that works. Yeah. Ronnie, who do you feel like your best guys are to get through this weekend sectional action and get to the Ag Expo next weekend? Well, Justin Bradford is a returning state champ, and he'll be at 126, and, he, and he's having a great year. Uh, Mason Sells at 138, Josh Hewitt, uh, 182, um, Grant Myers is at 132, Severin Colton, 106, and Aslan Nato at uh, 113. They are, are they're doing a great job. You said so Mason. You know, we, we can get, I'm sorry. You said Mason sells at 38. Is that right? Yes, sir. How many sales have you had? <laughs> I'm on number three. Are there more? 
I know he's, he's, he's the last one. He's a junior this year. And, you know, the older brother, Tyler, is, is doing great. He's in medical school. And um, the middle one that we had, uh, Matthew, you know, two-time state champion, he's uh, he's about to graduate here in May. And then uh, then Mason's the third one, you know, coming through. It, and he's a junior right now. That's great. For his third region title. They've, they've, they've had a great run over there, and you've done some great things with them. Um, besides besides Bradley and Cleveland, and, and obviously yourself, who else are you looking for to, to maybe make some noise at this weekend sectionals? Well, Oakland, you know, they they edged us out for the region championship last weekend. You know, they have 12 qualified. They're going to do well. And then, you know, and everybody's got those studs on their team, you know. Mm-hmm. At 182, Austin Cooley from McMinn's. County is a is, is a front runner. He's very tough, and then Siegel has uh, Connor Millhorn at 195, and so you know everybody's got some of those studs that you got to take into account. Also, okay, great. Ronnie Bray, the wrestling coach over at Blackman, with us here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Um, as Chris was saying, go check out Renee and the gang over there as you're headed toward Henry Horton. It's right there on your right before you get there. So um, be sure and check them out. Ronnie, good luck this weekend. Appreciate you spending some time with us here on Main Street Sports today. Well, I sure appreciate you having me. All right. When we come back, we'll tell you what a former Tennessee head football coach is doing these days. Stick around. Main Street Sports today comes back after this. 